love you. Thank God for you. It's time to get radical at the things of God. I just feel a stir in the atmosphere. I felt it. I've kind of kept it at bay because a lot of people can't handle, you know, a, a radical uh, man or woman of God, but it's time to get radical. The Bible talks about the violent take it by force, and that word violent really means a, a radical action, you know. So, hey, get radical. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Has anybody ever prayed in the Holy Ghost on a podcast? I don't know. I say we do it. I say we just take about a minute. And let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the fire of God going through the airwaves. I speak the word of God. I speak it stirring in you in Jesus' name. Come on, pray out your future now. Come on, pray that problem away right now. Uh, just build yourself up. The Bible says you build yourself up. You edify yourself by praying in the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, I hear you out there. Just be radical about the things of God. Amen. We got to be uh, sure and true and be bold in this hour about the things of our God and our kingdom. In Jesus' mighty name, glory, glory, glory forever. I see everybody on there. Good morning to you. I hope you had a little uh, uh, morning dose of the Holy Ghost. And I want to get into this word. Uh, God is so good and faithful. The things of God are yes and amen. The answers are God, of God are yes and amen. Uh, just go ahead and let's just make some, some declarations. Just go ahead and, and let's just talk for a second. Say, I'm not quitting uh, in Jesus' name. I got Holy Ghost fire. I, I got heaven's help by way of the Holy Ghost. I'm unstoppable uh, because of he, because of him. I'll say it again. I'm unstoppable because of him. The Holy Ghost gives me power, strength, ability, might, and efficiency. Uh, what's my problem then? I don't have a problem. Come on, say I don't have a problem. If I got the Holy Ghost, I don't have a problem. I got ability uh, to do. I got ability to be. I got ability to receive everything from God in the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's a good word. That's good news this morning. Hallelujah. Hey, you got a family problem? Uh, pray through it in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Uh, you got a work problem? Pray through it in the Holy Ghost. I don't know. You got just a mental problem? You just got a self problem? A lot of you got self problems. A lot of you don't even have a problem. You just make a problem because your attitude's wrong. Well, pray in the Holy Ghost. Change your attitude. Elevate yourself. Elevate your soul uh, up out of the, the, the pig slop and, and get into the presence of the Almighty. You do that by praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, you got to pray in your natural tongue, too. You pray in the Holy Ghost, change your attitude first, and then you can pray in your natural tongue and begin to elevate your brain. Amen. Glory to God. Take your Bible, turn your Bible with me to Genesis 1 and 26. I want to talk to you about the irrefutable laws of God. Uh, now, you may not say, well, that's not a fiery subject. Oh, on the contrary, uh, it really is. Uh, you just hear law and you think old-fashioned. Well, uh, I'll teach you something about laws this morning that are not old-fashioned. Uh, however, the laws of God 
or our protection, safety, and they propel us. If we stay within the parameters of the law of God, uh, we stay in the blessing. We stay, come on, uh, that's what stirs, mixes, propels. Uh, that's what causes us to go forward in God and the things of God. Amen, amen, amen. Glory to God. My team's got a little, what's going on back there? You got a little weird look on your face. Are, are we having problems? Amen. Well, uh, some text didn't go out, but glory to God. You're here. I'm here. You guys send texts out to people and just tell them we've already been praying in the Holy Ghost. Now, now these three laws I want to deal with. You understand this, there, there's there's ir, the laws, the, the universal laws that govern the universe uh, are set by God. Uh, man did never made a, a universal law. Come on, just think about that for a second. Uh, you can only set or make or establish a universal law if you're the creator of the universe. So a man doesn't have the ability. Now, now man, men... Uh, man, science uh, studies have found and named certain laws, but they didn't establish these laws. These laws were established by God uh, uh, to help humanity, his creation. Uh, so when we talk about the laws of God, the irrefutable laws of God, the word irrefutable simply means uh, it, it's impossible to disapprove or deny. Now, you can not like them or you can try to ignore them, but you can't dis- disprove them. They exist, and they will exist until the earth is destroyed. Uh, amen. I'm, are you here? I wish I had to. We got to figure out some kind of way, put a big camera where I can see everybody uh, together. Amen. So in the first law I want to talk about is the law of creation. God, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created uh, the heavens and the earth. Uh, the earth was with form and, and void, and the darkness was upon the face of the earth, the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So we see here that the law of creation, God is creating or, or has begun to create uh, the, the world, the earth, and everything at the inhabitants. And then we can drop down to verse 26, and God said, uh, man, that's powerful, God said, uh, my voice is, uh, we got a little fiery on Sunday, and I, I don't know what I did to my voice, but it'll be ready for Wednesday. But if I had my, my regular voice, I'd say it in a deep tone, like God said, God, God said this. When God talks, things happen. Uh, I'd like to be a little more dramatic about this. When God talks, the very molecules that make up the space around you, the very particles, uh, the very uh, presence of life, Everything that is, when God talks, everything that's living, everything that makes up this planet, that's in this planet, that's in the atmospheres, uh, uh, have ears to hear and are ready to perform, are ready to receive, are ready to adjust according to the word that God says. That's powerful. Now, you got to understand that because in the new covenant, we speak as an oracle of God or on behalf of God. So as long as we speak in line uh, with God, when we speak, the earth, the molecules, the particles, the atmospheres, the dirt, the trees, uh, demon uh, spirits, because they're still under the authority of God, angels, uh, you know, angelic host beings, everything stops, listens, ready uh, to, to change, you know, uh, to make ready, make room, 
to act upon the word of God, because that's another law. We'll get into it in just a second. So in 126, the Bible says, and God said, uh, let us create a man in our image and after our likeness and let them have uh, dominion, let them dominate the earth. So let, the, let God says, <laughs> let us create a man. So now we see here where God created with words. So the law of creation also goes beyond just words. Uh, man's trying to manipulate uh, creation right now. Uh, with, with, I don't know the acronyms. I'm not politically correct. I'm not trying to be political, politically correct. I'm not trying to offend you. I'm not trying to please you. I'm trying to convey the radical message of Jesus Christ to my generation. But when you start trying to scientifically uh, uh, manipulate uh, the things that God has created, uh, you you now are in error or, or, or you're resisting. The, the actual word here is you're transgressing the law. You're going outside of the boundaries that God set. When you get outside of the boundaries, according to Proverbs, it tells us not to, not to remove or move uh, one inch, one centimeter, uh, the, the boundaries that God has set for us in the old covenant with his men to stay within those parameters. There's safety protection within the parameters. When you move them or go outside of them, you transgress the law and, and you begin to, to walk in the unknown or out of protection. You walk in danger. As you try to manipulate uh, creation, if you try to manipulate the human body and try to make a man a woman or a woman of man, you're transgressing the law of God. Now, you, you might say, well, whoop de doo I don't care. Well, that's probably because you're so demon-filled and demon-driven that, that your senses, that your mind has been blinded. Uh, but let me help you a little further. There's another universal law, and you'll probably be more familiar with this law, and it's the law of gravity. Uh, so the, the same effect will take place when you transgress the law of creation that takes place when you transgress the law of gravity. Uh, however, uh, one is seen, and one may not be seen yet, but when you transgress, something bad is going to happen to you. You say, so God's going to hurt me? I'm not saying God's going to hurt you, but when you get outside of the boundaries of God's protection that he set for you, uh, you become uh, uh, open prey or free prey uh, to, to demon influences and in everything that is in transgression. So let's look at this. Uh, uh, let's make it real a real big deal. Uh, climb up like on a 30-foot ladder or go get a, some kind of lift or go climb up a 30-foot tree. And when you get to the top, yell, I don't believe in gravity and let go. You now are in the middle of transgressing the law. And you're, you're getting ready to, in a very uh, uh, brief moment, to feel the effect of transgressing the law of gravity. You're going to splat. You're going to hit the ground. Chances are your head's going to hit the ground like a coconut and make a sound like that. And we're going to be picking up little parts and pieces and then have to clean up the mess. Why? You transgress the law. Now, if you go back to the spiritual laws that God has set, 
uh, it may not have the manifested uh, sight. It may not have the, the manifested, you know, brain splatter on the ground. I know this is not PG or G this morning, but we're being radical. Uh, hey, the world's coming to an end. Wake up. Uh, the message has got to go fast and, and, and vigorously, you know, into the airwaves. So, uh, it may not look like that, but in the spirit realm, the Bible says in Ephesians 2.2, 2, there's a prince and power of the air. His name is Satan, and he has demons, and they are looking for those that get out of bounds. They're looking for those that transgress the law. Now, I can go on and on. You transgress the law when your attitude's against God, when you disobey God. Like when God has set something for you to do, and you just got a snotty little, bratty little, uh, immature, I'm not going to do, I'm going to do what I want to do and please myself attitude, you're transgressing the law of God. Now, it's not so much about the law, meaning uh, I, I'm religious, I'm preaching lawfully. No, 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 nothing to do with that. The laws are beautiful. The laws empower you. Uh, the laws are, are the governments of God that God has set to bless you, uh, to bring increase to you, to protect you. So the law is not a bad thing. You may you may think this because you've heard the law. Like if you like to speed, I'll be honest with you. I like to speed. I, I was with my friend the other day. <laughs> oh God, it's great to have good friends. I'm with my, my friend the other day, and, and we're coming up to um, a, a stop sign. And we're kind of on a, a rural lo- road. We're like on a rural highway. It was either a stop sign or a red light. And my friend just goes right through it. And I said, bro, you just you know, you know, just went right through a red light. He goes, well, it's no different. I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I speed all the time. I might as well go through red lights. <laughs> Some of you are getting mad, right? He's like, oh, my God, preacher's going through red lights. But my point is, if you speed... You get you get out of bounds. You get in. A, you position yourself. I'll talk to everybody online in just a minute, but let me finish my thought. You, when you speed, it may be fun. You may be thinking you're getting somewhere quicker, uh, but now you've opened yourself up to a possible accident, possible wreck. Your engine blowing up if you're driving a hoop, driving a hoopty. That thing shouldn't be going. That's my big. When I'm driving on on I-95, and someone's driving a car that's that's put together, held together by bumper stickers, you don't need to be in the fast lane. Pull over the slow lane. Let me go by. Amen. But uh, you open yourself up to a ticket and, and all these things. So when I say law, you, you're, you're not mad at the law. You're mad at the effect of the transgressing of the law because you're mad at the wreck. You're mad at the ticket. You're mad at waiting because someone else got in a wreck. It, wreck. So don't, when you hear the word law, don't think the laws of God are, are, are angry or mad or boring or hurtful or harmful. The law was there to protect you. Uh, when you disengage the law, you transgress against the law. Now there's a, an effect that comes with disobedience. Oh, glory to God. Am I helping anybody? Let me put my glasses on. See you out there. Amen. Say hallelujah or something. Say glory uh, to God. Hallelujah. Amen. I, 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 don't, I can't name everybody, but I see everybody's name on my little computer screen. I'm going flipping through them. I thank God for every single one of you. Uh, you are a mighty army of God. Amen. I know every name. You are fierce. You are mighty in the, in the things of God. Uh, amen. So now let, let's get a little further. So we got the law of creation. You were created by God's creative power and ability. When he released a word, uh, you became the product of his word. So so you are a part of the ability. Uh, you, you were created out of the ability of God. Amen. Creative power of God. Creative word of God. So let's go to another law. 
All right, let me give you another universal law, cause and effect. Like, that's not man's law. Like, once again, man discovers these laws, but these laws were already set when God created the earth, the universe, and God created the human being with a brain to find these laws or begin to establish these laws that already exist. The cause and effect, very simple. If I do something, uh, attached to what I do is an effect. Uh, so if, let's just say if I go, uh, if my wife's in her office, but she's a little feisty this morning too, glory to God, y'all need to pray for Pastor Kim. But if I go in my wife's office and kick her in the knee, she's going to punch me in the eye, cause and effect. <laughs> it's very simple. Oh God, she just came out of her office. <laughs> if you could see the look, that's a radical woman. But it's very simple. There, there, there's a lot of these laws that God set for us. But I want to get to this law. We're, we've got about 14 minutes left. I want to get to this law, and that's the law of, of words. Go to Genesis 8.22. I set up to get to this, uh, Genesis 8.22. It's a very powerful, established law, parameters set by God for us uh, to use this law to be creative and recreative, and to reap the harvest of every promise God has promised us. That's this law here. So Genesis eight twenty two says, "While the earth remaineth, uh, uh, while the earth remaineth, seed time uh, and harvest." So when you hear seed time and harvest, uh, say uh, you can put there words, seeds, harvest, the manifestation of my words. That's all that means. God talked in parables. He talked in ways that were clear and that we can understand, comprehend, and receive. So it's very simple. I think everybody on the planet, even as a kid, I remember going in, there was a place called, I think it was Woolworth, Woolworths, uh, a little store we used to have by my house. It was kind of like a, a real good uh, old-time Walmart, but it was good. You can go in there and get a sandwich. You go in there and get a dessert, get lunch, clothes. But in there, they had a little section for gardening. And I used to like getting little seeds, like I'd get a strawberry, you know, seeds for plant a strawberry vine or plant, whatever they call it, and so on and so forth. Well, uh, in this example, it's very clear to understand. If I go get some, uh, lemon seeds and I put them in dirt, soil, moist soil, uh, I can expect a, a, a little tree to pop up out of the soil in like 72 hours or something like that. So God's just saying, this is what your words do. Your words are as a seed. They're not a seed. They are in a sense. But uh, to give you an example or an idea, remember, remember God's words are logos. He's trying to express an idea. So he can't just say, hey, you speak the word and this will happen. No, he's, he's get, he wants to get into your imagination, get it into your creative realm so that you understand the power, the ability that you possess in the things of God. So God says, hey, it's like this. If you get a healing seed in your heart, in, in, in the, the, the storage bin of your heart, and you sow that healing seed with your mouth words, it now is under the law. And under the law, it has to perform or it has to uh, reward you with a result. That's under the law. Now, the law is set by God. God never transgresses the law. The, the, the one that sets the law never transgresses the law. That, that law is gospel to God. 
So uh, God says, if you get a lemon seed, you plant it in the ground, uh, you tend to it, you wait for it, it'll pop up. And if you're patient, these are all operations of faith, plant, sow, uh, tend uh, over it, uh, watch it, uh, wait for it, patience. You have need of patience. The Bible very clear. All these, these are all elements of faith. And as long as you do that, that lemon tree will begin to produce fruit. It's no different than if I collect uh, healing seeds, the, the words of God, the promises of God come to us in seed form. If I, if I go ahead and I go to the, the Bible and I begin to collect healing seeds, I begin to collect blessing seeds, I begin to collect uh, financial, uh, I'll say the, the word everybody gets little, you little sillies get crazy about, prosperity seeds, increase seeds, money seeds, they're in the word of God. They're for us. They're for today. Not for you to get rich and get pious and get ugly and, and all that. No, to help people, help yourself, help the church, help God, so on and so forth. But I collect those seeds and I meditate those seeds. It, they get into my seed bin, my heart, the very core of my being. At that point in time, that seed, when they get into your heart, that seed is reality to you. You're not like, well, let's try this seed and let's hope. Hey, do you get? Would you go to the tractor supply today and get a little, uh, you know, the little the envelopes and one says strawberries? Would you take the seed out, put it in the dirt, and say, "My God, I hope a strawberry. I hope a blueberry doesn't come up. I, I, I hope this thing yields me a, a strawberry. Oh Lord, I pray. Please let this seed give me blueberries. No, you wouldn't say that. The, because the, you bought something that can only produce uh, what it, it was created to produce. Well, healing seeds in the scripture are going to simply produce healing. You say, well, what if they don't? Well, well that's in, in that segment or that uh, response, uh, you haven't declared yet, you haven't received the fullness in way of meditation, what that seed, the power of that seed, the author of that seed, and what that seed produces. Because once you meditate the author, God the creator, you understand his words are yes and amen. His word's going to come to true. His word has no fault in it. He's not a man that he should lie. It's our job to get into with confidence the things that God has already done and set for us. Uh, once we do that, uh, we, we sow that seed with like a, a, a confident, uh, uh, come on now, like a, I don't, I don't want to say like an, an arrogance, but but you're kind of like, uh, you, you have this confident, bold expectation that I sowed a strawberry seed, duh, strawberry's fixing to come up. I sowed a healing seed, duh, healing is about to manifest in my body. I sowed a blessing seed. I, I sowed tithe and offering seed. I sowed tithe. I sowed an offering. Two separate things. God requires both, by the way. That's just extra for you. But I sowed a, 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 a tithe seed. I sowed, uh, and I, I am in expectation. Now that I sowed, I'm in expectation. I got patience, but I'm in expectation to receive exactly what God has set within the law of that seed to produce. In Genesis, I don't have time to go back through this. We're almost out of time. I hope I'm helping somebody today. Uh, but in Genesis, it says every seed produces after its own kind. So you got to be careful what seed you sow, uh, like it, within the nine gifts. Uh, I'm fixing to do a couple classes to teach you demonology, deliverance, separate classes out, outside of Sunday, Wednesday. Teach you the nine gifts, teach you the Holy Spirit, demonology, so on and so forth. But in the nine gifts, uh, each gift is a seed or 
can only produce after its own self. And like a lot of people want faith to produce healing, the gift of faith to produce healing. The gift of faith cannot produce healing. It's not in there. So if you want to be healed, you can't even use the gift of faith to produce the gift of healings because the gift of faith only produces uh, provision and protection. So uh, I need to understand what seeds I use and strategically use the word of God and the promises of God as seeds. Or are you still with me? Can you say the amen or something? All right, let me go through these three. Uh, go into Matthew 4 real quickly, in, or Mark 4, and then let me go through these three real quick. Uh, the woman with the issue of blood, Matthew chapter 5. I don't have time to go to each one of them. The woman with the issue of blood, uh, she gets to the point, she hears Jesus is coming, and, and this is a famous thing. The woman said, she said, if I could only touch but his garment, I will be made whole. She said, well, okay, hold on. So let's go back. Within the law, she sowed a seed with her words uh, of healing. Now, it falls under the, the, the law of cause and effect that God set. Man didn't set the law. God set it. So when she sowed that seed of, of, of if I, uh, she says, if I may touch his garment, she set the standard or the stage uh, for health and healing. She sowed the seed, she touched the hem of his garment, she was made whole. All right, let's go to another woman. In Luke 18, 1 through 8, the, the woman with the unjust judge. She said, uh, you have to uh, avenge me, uh, the, my adversary. I, they made accusations against me, but avenge me. Uh, I'm not going to receive this report. She said, she said something. It's very powerful, uh, uh, simple that you understand the power in saying. All right, she said, she said, the centurion in, in Matthew chapter 8, the centurion said, uh, you don't have to come to my house, Jesus. You just say the word. Come on now, let, let's get that in there. Uh, you don't, he said, you just say the word. Now, what law? were they operating under? They're operating under Genesis 8, 22. The, the law is, pops up throughout the entire scripture. It pops up in, uh, in Mark eleven twenty three. If you say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast into the sea, and you don't doubt in your heart, but you believe those things which you saith shall come to pass, or, or whatever you believe shall come to pass. It's very simple. Whatever you say it shall come to pass, if you believe. That's the law of Genesis 8, 22 again. Well, then in Mark chapter 4, Come on, I'm, I'm giving you biblical truths ammunition to change your entire life. If you can, if you can lock into and if you can receive and, and, and get you know, revelation of what I'm saying today, you have the ability to change your entire life. Um, all right, Mark 4 and 20, 26. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. This is King James. I'll amplify it for you. Uh, he said, this is very simple. This is how the kingdom kingdom of God works. I've already taught you. I've set a law. I'm amplifying this. I've already taught you. I've set the law of seed time and harvest. So the kingdom works on that principle that a man can sow his seed into the ground and, and goes to sleep, goes about his day. But remember, when you sow the seed, you sow it, you believe it, you tend to it. You got to sow it, believe it, tend to it. You got to protect it. And tending to it, you protect it because your family, your friends, the world is going to oppose it and trying to get you to be deceived, change your mind, pull it out. So you tend to it. 
And then you have to have patience. This is right here in the scripture. You go to bed. You wake up, you go to bed, wake up, you go to bed, wake up. Two things are happening. You got to go to bed and wake up the same way, in the same mind frame, uh, believing, and you also have to have patience. Everybody say patience. Amen. Just have patience. In patience, suddenlies happen. I'll say it again. In patience, when you understand patience, it's not you have to have patience for like 10 years. No, you just get into patience and you set yourself up for a suddenly. Uh, when you get yourself impatient, you're like, okay, I know it's going to happen. I don't know when, and it's not my business to know when. That's when the suddenlies of God uh, take place. But he said here, a man should go to sleep <clears throat> and rise up day and night, and the seed should spring up, grow up, and, and produce fruit. Once again, I'm amplifying 27, because if it grows up and springs up and doesn't produce fruit, it didn't accomplish what God set it out to accomplish. So we want it to, to spring up and bring forth fruit. Amen. But he said the kingdom just works this way. I, I, I think in our lack of meditating and revelating the things of God, I, I think in lack uh, we put this on the kingdom of God and act like maybe the kingdom of God doesn't always work. Let me help you. The kingdom of God system is foolproof. It, it, it cannot not work. The kingdom of God works every time. So if there's a breakdown somewhere, the breakdown's in us. It's not in the kingdom. The kingdom of God is pre-wired by God to have a 100% success rate. The promises of God are pre-wired, if you will. I'm trying to give you an image. Pre-wired, if you will, to produce 100%, 100% of the time. Come on, that's a pretty good rate. That's a pretty good batting average, if I may say. Amen. So now the kingdom of God works this way. Now let me tie this up. I know I'm going a little bit long. I'm cramming a lot in here, but go to James 3. Uh, this is the last law I'll deal with today. There are many laws that people don't even know about, uh, biblical laws that God has set, and it's very it's very important that we uh, understand and perceive them as law because as law they become absolute. If you go in a 60-mile-an-hour in speed zone and you a cop sees you going 75, you absolutely are getting a ticket, and on and on it goes. So if you operate within these set laws, these universal, uh, irrefutable laws of God, the irrefutable word means they're going to work, period. You don't, gotta, you don't have to have hope for the laws of God. You might have to have hope getting into or positioning yourself. But once you begin to operate within that law, you don't need hope. It's going to happen, baby. It's gonna, it, it, will, it shall come to pass. You're going to get the ticket. Amen. Glory to God. But this last part, this last law here, it's a beautiful law. Uh, behold, 3.3, 3, James 3.3, 3, behold, we put a bit in the horse's mouth. We can say, uh, a controller, if you will. We put a controller in the horse's mouth. God doesn't control you. I'll get to that in a second. We put a controller in the horse's mouth that they may obey us and return about the whole body. Behold the ships, which they have be so great, large, mega, uh, but they're, 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 the governor or the captain steers them with a little steering wheel or a little helm, all right? So first, uh, you're the horse, your body is the horse. Your being, your three-part being is the horse. And the the controller is the bit. That's the first example. So uh, this is a law now. 
Uh, you are going to go in the direction of your words. It's a law. Uh, I can't deem the law outside of that. Every word you speak, there's a positive charge, like a positive magnetic charge. And when you speak that word, you automatically begin to go into the direction of the word you spoke. It's impossible not to. It's an irrefutable law. What comes out of your mouth, according to Proverbs, snares you. So if your mouth is full of sickness, uh, you, you, it's impossible for you to be healthy uh, because you're snared by your words or tethered to or pulled into the direction of your words. That's a law. Be very careful because a lot of you Christians out there, I'm a Christian too, I'm saying it like this for a reason. A lot of you Christians think you can talk however you want and get away with it like the grace of God's going to help you have negative little bratty little you know, bad attitude, little talk because things aren't going your way. That's not how it works. You engage in a law when you speak. Your words are going to lead you, you're tethered to your words, are going to lead you and guide you either into life or destruction. Uh, they're going to lead you in, into the things of God or the things of this world, who Satan is the author of this world or the God of this world system. The second image we have here is your body is a boat. Your body's a ship. The steering wheel are, are, are become your words. Once again, law, cause and effect, law and effect. So in your body are muscles, blood, sinew, bone, organs, uh, nerves, nerve endings, arteries, capillaries, veins, cells. Uh, that what, that's what makes up your ship. Your body, all those things, water, uh, hair, on and on, follicles, and so on and so forth. Uh, your tongue is the captain, according to this law, over that living matter. So your tongue has the ability to cause destruction in your organs. Your tongue has the ability for your hair to fall out. Your tongue has the ability for you to gain weight supernaturally. Think about this. If it's a law set by God and you walk around saying, oh, my God, I'm so fat. Oh, my God, look at me. I look like a fat cow. Your body doesn't care about how you look. It may, but it's bound by a law that God programmed it and set, it, set that law within your body. So now your body, in obedience to the law of God, the law of creation, is trying to, to change and, and stop chemicals from producing, uh, cause other chemicals to produce, and on and on it goes in, in order to obey the law and help you gain weight supernaturally. Now, some of you say, well, I've never talked cancer. I, I got cancer. Well, let me hold on. Uh, we are in an evil world. We're in a fallen world. We're in a fallen world system. Our, our diets are horrible. The food we eat's horrible. There's poison in our diets, and on and on it goes. So that just may be a cause and effect of what we're putting in our body. However, it might even be hereditary because hereditary is still natural. It's not a spiritual thing. It's natural. It's in your natural DNA. However, the laws of God are greater, come on now, and, and have higher ability uh, than what we put in our, our mouth. Now, I'm not saying you can eat like a pig and then speak. And, no, I'm talking about if, if something happens and, and the doctors say you have cancer in your body, you can begin to now engage the law. Oh, that's a good word. I know I'm blinking. I'm out of time. You can engage the law 
and in engaging the law, your body will do everything it can according to the law to fight that illegal attack against it. Because God has set within you cause and effect according to the laws. Come on, it's pretty good teaching. Uh, hey, I always get headaches. I always, not, I don't. I'm just helping you with your little words. I always get headaches. And then you get a headache every day. Well, of course you get headaches every day. You say, well, how can a word give me a headache? It's not the word giving you a headache. It's the, it's the law, the parameters of the law. Uh, come on now. You're defying the law of gravity. You fall off the tree. You bust your head. You defy the laws of words of creation. You bust your head. It's very simple. Uh, every word that comes out of your mouth is going to lead to life or it's going to lead to death. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh, I, I'd say Deuteronomy says that you can choose life or death. Choose you this day, life or death, blessing or cursing. Uh, I, I would say if I were you, I would figure out, I'd get a list if I have to, of life words. And I would turn my back on emotions and feelings uh, when, they're, when, they, when they are in tune with the world. Hey, there's times I'm like you. I'm a human being. There's times where... I get, I become emotional. Now, not too much, you know, but there are times I get emotional. There are times I get a bad attitude. Uh, but you better learn how to bite your tongue and not speak uh, uh, under the emotions of the world or the attitude that you formed by things happening in the world. No, you better learn how to get that small talk out of your mouth. And you better learn how to talk the kingdom language, the language of the kingdom of God, because that's where the blessing is. Now, that's where the fruit of heaven, the fruit of heaven comes by way of kingdom speech. You can talk your business into life. You can talk your marriage into life. You can talk your children into life. Some of you say, I've been doing it for years. No, I know some of you. Uh, you talk out of both sides of your mouth. One day you talk life, one day you talk death. You negate both. Well, you really don't. You negate life when you add death to your speech. And you'll go into the direction of death because a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. Faith is a, a pure operation of heaven. You can't defile faith with negativity. You got to get negativity out. We're going. We're extra innings now. <clears throat> I'm not being long-winded, but we've tapped into something this morning. You can talk a, a, a spouse. Now, some of you don't believe that, so it won't work for you. But you can talk a spouse into existence. Uh, now, you can, you can birth a business. The way actually God intended it to do is do your homework. <clears throat> Excuse me. First, uh, do your homework. Count the cost. That's what the Bible says. And then after you do that, you pray, God, get peace about it. You can birth a business under the law of God, the law of speech, the law of seed, time, and harvest, the law of creation, uh, the universal, irrefutable, universal laws of God. Uh, you are to, supposed to birth things first with words, not with actions. You, you set the foundation with words. You sow the seed with words. Then you follow after the word with action. But you got to have a word first. I love you. Thank God for you. Say something. Involve heaven today. Break the chains of negativity. Break the chains of failure. Break the chains of this world. Break the demonic chains of deception that you may be living after, uh, under, break the chains, the, the, the thoughts of last year, of last month, uh, of what happened. Start fresh today. Cut the world off of you and say something in line with God. Isaiah 55, 
last last uh, word, Isaiah fifty five eleven. Uh, God's word shall not return unto him void. It will accomplish in the thing where he sends it. Another law. God's word will not return unto him void. If I speak God's word, God will make sure the word I speak in line with the word, kingdom words, will come to pass. They will not return unto him void. They will not, shall not, cannot, uh, absolutely under any circumstance, the word of God will not return unto him void. Now, if you begin to fight the word that's gone forth, uh, it might cause a little aggravation because it's working in you to produce something, but it will come to pass. God bless you. I love you. Share this. Help me get the word out, man. We're doing great things. Come see me uh, Wednesday night, 645. We're going to preach, pray, prophesy, lay hands on sick, cast out devils, and on and on it goes. Pastor Rich, I'm out. <laughs>